Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. A highlight of Tisha B'Av this Sunday is the Kinos, the Lamentations. And this is a series of poems that are said or sung, and they describe in dramatic and emotional language the themes and events of the day. The challenge is these poems are very dense and their writers assume that we have a lot of knowledge and that we are able to unpack the depth of meaning that each kina conveys. And so, for most of us, certainly for me, kinos requires unpacking and explaining and discussing in advance in order to make it more meaningful when we actually say and sing these passages this Sunday. So what I'd like to share with you this morning and tomorrow morning is based on a wonderful essay by Rabbi Ezra Schwartz, and it relates to the following subject. On Tisha B'Av, the ninth of Av, we mourn not only the Chorban, the destruction of the first temple, the, the second Beis HaMikdash, the second temple in Jerusalem, but we also mourn other catastrophes in our history, for example, the Holocaust. And each one of these other events over the last 2,000 years is covered by one kina, one of these passages of Lamentations, with one exception, and that is the Crusades. The Crusades in the 11th and 12th centuries are covered by four of the kinos that we recite more than for any other event since the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash throughout the last 2,000 years of our history. Now, certainly the Crusades were a terrible tragedy for especially the Jews of Western Europe, but why should they be showcased on Tisha B'Av more than any other event in the history of persecution of the Jews of the last 2,000 years? After all, simply to look at the numbers, Jewish victims of the Crusades numerically were tiny in contrast to the Holocaust. The first attack of the Crusades against the Jews of Spire saw the murder of 10 Jews. Now, of course, every life is infinitely precious, but how does 10 victims have greater prominence than millions of victims? So allow me to share, please, two answers to this question. One I'll share today, and the other I hope to share with you tomorrow. One answer given by the Father, and the other answer given by the Son. One answer by the Father, Rav Yosef Soloveitchik, the Rav, and the other given by his son, Professor Chaim Soloveitchik. And this morning, I'd like to start with Professor Soloveitchik, who says 
that the Crusades represent the last time that the Jews of Europe were surprised by their persecution. After the Crusades, Jewish European history was written in blood, not in ink. We went since the time of the Crusades from persecution to persecution. Blood libels, false allegations of well poisoning and baby killing. We went from pogrom to pogrom. After the Crusades, the Jews of Europe never felt secure again. Even the Holocaust, certainly unparalleled in scope and certainly in its own horrible category, was not as much of a shock in the sense that it was the culmination of a thousand years of European anti-Semitism. The Crusades were the last time Jews were surprised by an attack. And it is this sudden loss of security that explains why the Crusades remain such a major part of our consciousness, because this theme is directly connected to the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, the first Beis Hamikdash, the Churban Bayes Rishon, destroyed by the Babylonians. And we know this very clearly from Yirmiyo Hanavi, the prophet Jeremiah, who lived at that time, who prophesied that the Beis Amigdash was going to be destroyed. And many people simply couldn't believe him. They couldn't believe that God's house, the Beis Amigdash, the holy temple in Jerusalem, where God's presence had dwelled for hundreds of years, they simply could not imagine that God's house could be destroyed. Many Jews of his time accused Yirmiyo of being a heretic. How can you even suggest that God's house could be destroyed? It's not possible. The destruction of the first base of Migdash was destructive. Many Jewish lives were lost, and there was great suffering in the exile of the Jewish people. But the paramount in that experience was the shock, the surprise that such a thing could even happen. And this is suggested, by the way, in the fact that we commemorate the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash on Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av. Now, this year, because the ninth is Shabbos, this coming Shabbos is the ninth of Av, it's pushed off until the tenth of Av. Saturday night and Sunday is when we commemorate it because of Shabbos. But the rabbis in the Talmud asks every year, in another year, in a regular year, perhaps we should observe 
the commemoration of the destruction of the base of Midrash on the 10th of Av, not the 9th, because the actual destruction of the edifice began late in the afternoon of the 9th of Av. It was lit afire late that day, but most of the destruction came as the fire raged on the 10th of Av. It was the 10th of Av that saw the falling of this building. The 10th of Av was worse in its destruction than the 9th of Av. So why do we commemorate it on normal years on the 9th? And our rabbis in the Talmud give the following answer. Aschalta de Puranisa, the beginning of the tragedy, is worse than its conclusion. It's worse than its culmination. Why? Because the ninth of Av was the day of the shock, the day of the surprise. The ninth of Av was the deeper trauma. The destruction on the 10th was simply the inevitable unfolding of the shock of the 9th. And the shock of the Crusades parallels this aspect of what we commemorate on Tisha B'Av. Sudden disaster is emotionally and psychologically more damaging than anticipated disaster. We emphasize the persecution of the Crusades on Tisha B'Av because we mourn not only destruction, we mourn historical anxiety, historical uprootedness, that is a phenomenon that many of us continue to experience even today. My friends, I want to wish you a good day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.